Medical information obtained from our website or on the live show is not intended to be a substitute for professional care. If you have, or you suspect you might, have an illness or other medical condition, you should consult a health care provider. The opinions expressed on this radio program are not necessarily those of the sports doctor, this radio show, or their sponsors. Hey, everybody, live from Chicago. Welcome. It's the Sports Doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Weil, sports podiatrist, all things sports medicine, fitness, and wellness, brought to you by Global Schoolwear, school uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger, Lower Extremity Review, LER, Magazine, MVP, Parent Magazine, and UK Health Radio. Quick shout out, Bruce. MerinCelebritySpeakers.com. Bruce has been in the speakers world PR for, gosh, over 45 years. His first sports clients were Jackie Robinson and Muhammad Ali. Uh, I'm proud to be part of his group, but you can find out more information if you go to that uh, Bruce MerinCelebritySpeakers.com. We had a great doubleheader plan today. Uh, there's been a... Uh, a mix-up here. One of my first guests, Adela Curry, the co-founder of um, and vice president of Stronghold Fitness, her husband Michael's been on before about this strong board balance. So we'll see if they we get that straightened out. If she could uh, uh, call in uh, during this first segment, uh, but then we're excited that uh, Mark Kovacs, PhD, Mark will be returning. Uh, Mark is a sports and health industry executive. He's a high-performance uh, sports uh, coach and consultant. Uh, he's an author and speaker, so it's going to be exciting to have him back. And then the Sports Doctors In segment, we'll have some Bob Guida wisdom. We'll have some emails. wanted to mention while we're waiting to see if Adela, if we can connect with her, I just took part probably in my sixth or seventh National Publicity Summit. The National Publicity Summit, it's been virtual the last couple of years, would be in New York City across from Madison Square Garden where Bradley Communications, Steve Harrison, would host about 100 attendees who spent two, three days meeting the media. He would uh, Everybody from CNN to ABC to Regis and, and, and Phil's show uh, to uh, a lot of the different freelance writers, others, who were looking, different radio shows, TV shows, uh, where individuals who were authors or doctors or inventors or whatever were looking to meet the media. Uh, seven, eight years ago, I went uh, as an attendee. It was really fascinating to have two or three minutes to talk to somebody and to see if they want to have you as a guest on their show. Uh, and over the past five years, I've been part of the media. Uh, representing uh, the show, The Sports Doctor. And what's amazing, even virtually, is I probably had over three, four hours, 50 individuals, again, authors or coaches or parents, with a myriad of topics in the world of sports medicine, fitness, and wellness, uh, spending two minutes with me to see if they could be a, a, a possible guest it's a great opportunity to expose the sports doctor 
to a whole different world of uh, audiences. And uh, Steve Harrison, they host this event uh, twice a year when it was in person. And I think it's been quarterly uh, on that kind of schedule for the um, virtual uh, one. And we do a lot of speaking in the world of, uh, with the virtual and all sorts of different topics on uh, youth sports and, uh, uh, and, and sports medicine. And uh, I had somebody who wanted to talk about bullying in youth sports. We had various individuals who were talking about high performance, the whole mind-body connection. Everybody who listens to the sports doctor knows how much we talk about that topic. I had some individuals talking about holistic medicine, another big topic on the sports doctor, uh, whether it is in general medicine, whether it's in orthopedics. We had different individuals talking about addiction and the challenges of alcoholism and the challenges that we featured before of opioids the whole pain pill nightmare. Individuals who want to come on as guests, I still have as guests people who speed dated me six, seven years ago, five, six years ago um, at, the, uh, at the National uh, Publicity Summit. And, uh, you know, as everybody knows who listens to the show, we're also very excited about some of the different Articles. I just wrote a fascinating article on movement, how movement is essential. That will be in the July anniversary, I think 15th anniversary issue of Lower Extremity Review uh, and the whole um, uh, subject of movement. I think the title is, is that uh, movement is uh, e- essential. Everybody knows how important the topic of balance is on the sports doctor. So I don't know what happened to Adela uh, Curry, but we'll get her back. Again, the strong, uh, a strong board balance is a piece of equipment that I've talked about. Um, it's a spring-oriented type balance platform. And I'm a big fan of that like I am of the Sand Dune Stepper with our friends. Uh, at Sand Dune, Matt Dahl, the creator of the Sand Dune, which is a balanced piece of equipment which simulates being on the sand and works every muscle and tendon in the feet and the gripping power and the stability and balance. And these types of pieces of equipment can be used in the world of rehabilitation. Uh, matter of fact, I think the, uh, the uh, sand dune was used with uh, individuals with Parkinson's, other kinds of disabilities initially. Now that some of the best athletes in the world are incorporating it into their workout, as they are with something like uh, the strongboard. <laughs> you know, Bob Guida, I'll mention some of his wisdom, the late Bob Guida, uh, my 40-something-year colleague in the world of sports medicine, my mentor, and his famous unbalanced balance beam, which was a balance beam, but it was with rolled edges, so it was unstable, and he would have athletes walking on that beam, forward and backward, standing in different positions and postures, uh, and they might be champions in football and basketball and volleyball and tennis, and it was interesting, again, 
uh, how balance was such a big deal. And again, in the chapter of my book, hashtag Hey Sports Parent, I have a chapter called Two Essential Exercise Concepts. Let me see if I get the title right. I'm talking about two types of exercise that everybody should be doing. In this, in the book, of course, we're concentrating on, on young athletes in the youth sports world. And those two exercise concepts, like we said many times, is strengthen the feet and ankles. doesn't matter how old your son or daughter is. doesn't matter what sport they play. doesn't matter what their level is. Strengthening their feet and ankles is just super helpful in all aspects of running, jumping, and movement. And the second is balance. Working into your exercise program and your young athlete's exercise program, uh, the ability uh, to work balance. Everybody listening to The Sports Doctor, I'm Dr. Bob Weil, sports podiatrist. If you go to my website, we're updating some of this stuff, but right now you go to sportsdoctorradio.com. If you go over to... Um, Radio shows, you can go back years. Um, international, national, local guests, an endless array, like I was talking about on the, on the summit, the umbrella of guests and topics on the sports doctor is so much more than a sports show. Whether we're talking the mental game, whether we're talking about nutrition, whether we're sharing thoughts on all sorts of different treatments, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so you can listen to whatever you'd like. If you go over newspaper articles and magazines, you can read a lot of older stuff I've written for the Naperville Sun, for the Aurora Beacon, and so many different topics, as well as uh, uh, lots of interesting things uh, on all areas from concussions to um, shoes to some of the exciting things we're doing with MVP Parent Magazine as well as Lower Extremity Review Magazine. We have thousands and thousands of followers. We have a lot of great information that we include on our platforms at Twitter, at Sports Doc, DOC Radio, or Sports Doctor Radio, whether it's on um, Facebook and or LinkedIn. I can't tell you how many guests I get from those platforms uh, in so many different areas of uh, expertise, you know, that we, we like to include. And the uh, we just uh, passed the fourth anniversary of the book, Hashtag Hey Sports Parents. We're going to do the sequel, and i got to include grandparents in the title. I've heard it. <clears throat> you know, it's got some great cartoons in the book, uh, Hashtag Hey Sports Parents. Uh, my co-author, uh, Hall of Fame volleyballer, podcaster, uh, yoga instructor, uh, Sharky's Arkman. And I think the first stick figure cartoon is people in front of a stadium. There's all sorts of hoopla and go, stuff going on. People are yelling and screaming, so the caption shows. And someone says to him, boy, these parents are really something. He said, what, are you kidding me? That's just the grandparents. So it's a very, very active group of supporters for y- young athletes. And, again, the topics are as topical today as they always have been, as they always will be, where Sharkey talks about all aspects of sports parenting. Not only did she grow up being a great athlete, become a national team player in the world of volleyball and beach volleyball, 
She also coached fears. She married a coach. So all aspects of what parents should be looking for when it comes to their children and their participation, lots of very important topics. Uh, the importance of communication with coaches, the importance of uh, all uh, areas uh, from uh, the high levels to low levels. The second part of the book, The Sports Doctors In, I really speak about everything from what's the best shoe to what's the role of orthotics to how about some of this overkill in the world of uh, sports medicine, uh, the exciting concept of the reality of uh, the uses of ice and whether it helps or it doesn't. Uh, third part of the book we're very proud of, and it's the contribution of eight different experts, nutrition, physical training, mental training, coaching, parenting, all aspects uh, that goes into parenting the young athlete. The last part of the book uh, is some uh, perspective from parents. And what's amazing is that most of the experts, as well as the parents, have either been patients or uh, parents of patients of mine, or they've been radio guests. So, again, it's still available uh, on Amazon. I can't believe it's, it's been four years uh, that we've been uh, celebrating uh, that amount of time. Also, it's the third anniversary of our uh, my induction into the National Fitness Hall of Fame. Uh, the class of 2019, tremendous honor. Uh, the greats, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, the great Bob Guida, Jack Lane, so many different individuals and aspects in the world of uh, gym ownership, in the world of education. And the National Fitness Hall of Fame is all about education. There's all sorts of membership options if people go to the National Fitness uh, Hall of Fame. Dot com. As always, we've got a lot of exciting guests coming up on the show. We'll mention that in the, in the uh, uh, third segment. But my first guest next week, Christine Blanchett, uh, she hosts Run With It. And we have a segment on that show. It's a monthly show. She interviews celebrities. She talks fashion. But she's a competitive runner over the years, still is a very active runner. And our segment has got the same title, The Sports Doctor is In, as that segment's title is in the magazine, MVP Parent Magazine. And we talk about all sorts of important topics, from what's the best shoe, to how do we prevent injuries, to how do we deal with some of these pressures in the world of youth sports. Lots of great information. So if you go to sportsdoctorradio.com, you could check out any of these areas. Again, our apologies, Adela. Uh, hopefully we get her back. But we've got some exciting a new guest coming up. It's the Sports Doctor, everybody. Hey, everybody, it's Dr. Bob Weil, a sports doctor. I'm excited to announce the release of my new book, co-written with Sharky Zartman, hashtag Hey Sports Parents, an essential guide for any parent with a child in sports. You know, Sharky is a former Hall of Fame volleyball player. She's the mom of 
two daughters who became Division One volleyball players. Together, we have over 70 years of combined youth sports experience. The goal of the book, give you the essential tools and guidance to make your experience as a sports parent the best it could be. Hashtag Hey Sports Parents is divided into four sections. The first section, Sports Parenting 101. Sharky talks everything about uh, parenting, about coaching, that whole uh, interaction between parents and coaches, coaching your own kid. Uh, what's What are the things to really pay attention to? The second section is the Sports Doctors In, yours truly. Uh, my discussion of injury prevention and treatment, choosing the best shoes, youth sports and drugs, essential exercises, the dilemma of youth football, orthotics. Third section, uh, experts speak out. We bring together eight different experts in nutrition and sports performance and mental training in all aspects of coaching in that section. The last section is the parents' perspective, some insights from about a half a dozen parents of athletes. So everyone, hey, get out your megaphone, spread the word. Now available on Amazon. Order now. You'll be more confident. So will your young athlete. Hashtag, hey, sports parents. everybody, Dr. Bob here. LER, Lower Extremity Review Magazine, is celebrating their 10th anniversary. It's been a decade of providing key uh, clinical and practical information about concerns, conditions, and treatment solutions for the lower extremity, both sports and non-sports alike. LER is the only multidisciplinary publication for doctors of all specialties, educators, therapists, and trainers. They inform practitioners on current developments in the diagnosis, treatment, and prevention of lower extremity injuries. LER prides itself on editorial integrity and evidence-based content. Their tagline, collaborative care for better outcomes, says it all. Hey, colleagues, go to lermagazine.com. Hey, everybody. MVP Parent Magazine is special. Evidence-based topics on all areas of youth sports. Rich Dubin, a sports dad himself, takes his three decades of publishing. He just celebrated the 12th anniversary of the acclaimed LER Lower Extremity Review magazine, one of sports doctors' key supporters, and he pours it into MVP Parent. Factual evidence-based info on such key topics like physical and mental training, nutrition, injury awareness, treatment, recovery, and prevention. I am proud to be a contributor to MVP Parent with the Sports Doctor is In article in each issue. Go to mvpparent.com, mvpparent.com. Hey, it's Dr. Bob. School Uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger is setting a new standard within the school uniform market. More schools are understanding the value that uniforms provide, school pride and identification being one of them. Another is a well-recognized reduction of student pressure to keep up with classmates in the real world of what to wear each day to school. School Uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger provides amazing quality and value to its partner schools and families. It is truly the first brand in this market that students are excited about wearing. Go to the website, globalschoolwear.com, globalschoolwear.com.
Hey, everybody. We're back live from Chicago with the Sports Doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Wild, sports podiatrist. I want to welcome uh, Mark Kovacs. Mark's a sports and health industry executive. Uh, Mark is a, uh, a Ph.D., sports and tennis performance, physical and mental specialist. He's an author. He's a speaker, consultant for so many different groups. Hey, Mark, welcome back to the Sports Doctor. Hey, thanks, Dr. Bob. Appreciate it. Give us some background on you and uh, uh, your whole sports performance world. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, I spend all my career really in trying to improve athletes' performance and reducing the likelihood of injury. You know, I work across a number of different sports. You know, tennis is a big sport that I grew up in, worked for the U.S. Tennis Association for about six years full-time, uh, and then I've worked in the NBA for a few years and work with a lot of baseball athletes, golfers, and soccer players. So we spend the time really using sport technology, biomechanics, physiology to better understand the athlete and then use that information to help design training programs, short-term and long-term, to improve their on-field, on-court performance and reduce their likelihood of injury. Also spend a lot of time with sport technology companies, evaluating them, researching them, working with them on different areas of monitoring, sleep, wellness, nutrition, things like that. Yeah, where are you out of, Mark? Where where are you? Uh, Atlanta, Georgia. So we're based in Atlanta, Georgia. We have a small institute in Atlanta uh, and then uh, also uh, work work closely with a number of other organizations as well. You know, you fit right in with the sports doctor. Again, you know, as we spin into the role of the foot in all performance, uh, balance and stability, uh, and the fact of the two things that everybody cares about, Mark, whether they are the athlete themselves, whether they're the athlete's parents, the coach, the two things they all care about. Can we prevent problems and injuries? And can we enhance performance? Can we a step or two quicker? It's interesting, Mark. Of course, you've been on numerous times in the past, and we've talked about what a big deal I make on the sports doctor. I call it the mental game. That's gained dramatically in its acceptance and importance, hasn't it? Yeah, most definitely. We know the connection between the brain and the body, and that's not only from a neuromuscular standpoint and functioning of various joints and muscles in the body, but it also has a huge impact, obviously, on how the body responds to stressful situations. And competing in athletic sporting events, whether it's in competition or just training, requires mental strength, it requires mental discipline, it requires resiliency, and it requires the ability to handle various adversarial situations and making sure that we utilize our skill sets that we can hopefully train the right way to improve performance. You know, and it's interesting, know- Mark, because I, I, I have featured on the, uh, on the show, and he's a contributor to my book, Hashtag Sports Parents. You know, Rob Andrews, uh, who uh, has been the mental trainer of the women's Olympic gold medalists for years, but one of his specialties is post-injury mental challenges. You know, with some of these, you know, that whole mental side of coming back from a serious injury and I don't know how long it's going to take and all of these kinds of challenges has become even a subspecialty in some ways, like uh, physical rehab. Uh, it's been an interesting addition on the sports, Dr. Mark. Yeah, no, no, definitely. I mean, a, a post-injury is a big part of what we do. We deal with a lot of injured athletes, you know, post-concussion, post-ACL, post-hamstring injury, post bad ankle sprains, 
um, there's a lot of challenges when an athlete comes back from injury to one, give them the confidence both physically that their body's strong and stable enough to go back to their activity at full speed, but also psychologically that they feel that they've got the confidence. Even though they physically may be ready, they mentally and emotionally may not have the confidence in themselves to do their activities at the high level that they had before the injury. And that's where you've got to spend a lot of time working with them on those skill sets. You know, Mark, what's interesting, of course, is the fact that, uh, you know, uh, when you're dealing with the athletes, you're dealing with their coaches. When you're dealing with the athletes, you're dealing with their families and their parents. Uh, And when you're dealing with their doctors, and that's why I really ask how your sports psychology skills are going, my friend. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a big part of it. It's a daily part of the, part of the routine. And, you know, the best athletes have great ability and want to learn and improve in those areas, and that's the fun part. Now, we talk a lot on the sports, Dr. Mark, about uh, youth sports, youth sports safety. Uh, you're one of the experts I have on these areas. Uh, where, again, we're talking about the incredible um, business that youth sports has become. The reason I co-authored the book, Ashtake Sports Parents, is the epidemic in capital letters of youth sports overuse injuries, both uh, physically uh, and mentally. What age groups do you pay attention to, Mark? So the pre-puberty age group is typically overuse not always physical. A lot of that is mental, emotional, overuse, burnout, psychological. They're not having fun. And that's the challenge in the pre-puberty age group. The real challenge on the physical overuse side is the, the pubertal age group. That you know, 11, 12 to 16 age range for most of the youth athletes is the real concern because they're playing too much volume most of the time. Uh, they have many times poor technique which when you combine poor technique and over overuse or excessive volume, that's a recipe for disaster when it comes to injuries and burnout as well. So those are the... Yes, this points. is uh, another another chapter in my book is Youth Sports and Drugs, which is the epidemic of, of dramatic overuse of over-the-counter, again, because playing hurt. I might not make the team. The pressure's on. Uh, these, these kinds of uh, challenges that a lot of these kids uh, go up against. And then, like you mentioned it, your second sentence, I think you said it, again, biomechanics. Is this athlete flat-footed? Does this athlete have bow legs? Do they have high arches? Do they have even leg length? What's their flexibility? So many times the idea of screening, we make a big deal out of it. So do you, don't you? Yeah, no, no. We work, every athlete we work with, we put them through a significant amount of uh, baseline testing and screening to determine areas of improvement and also areas of risk. So we want to make sure, one, we address the areas of risk immediately, but then also we do a lot of screening and testing to look at is there areas for significant improvement, even though it may not necessarily predict injury always. There's also a performance improvement perspective to a lot of this as well. So you yeah. go at it from well, I have a pearl for you. Yes. Here's, here's my sports doctor pearl for my friend Mark Kovacs in your world. If a, if a lower extremity uh, problem is persistent and recurrent, it's almost always foot-related. And this is where the whole science of orthotics and biomechanics many times comes in. 
and a lot of times it's missed if the feet don't hurt. Yet in the young female athlete, where we still see five to one ACL injuries and a lot of wider hips, different uh, biomechanics, sometimes we see that these things get lost in the shuffle, uh, where sometimes there's, there's overtraining and other problems. Mark, what's the best website people can find out about you and all your work? Yeah, so they can reach me at covaxinstitute.com. Uh, go online on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter at Kovacs Institute, K-O-V-A-C-S Institute, Kovacs Institute, and you know I, I, they can reach me through there. And we have a weekly newsletter that goes out for free to folks on all sorts of topics related to performance and injury prevention. And you know, you know looking forward to connecting with folks through that outlet. Oh, absolutely, Mark. I'm going to give you a couple articles, man. The Sports Doctor's in, my friend. Uh, and add, uh, like, uh, what we're talking about in, in your particular world. Again, you know, when you're dealing with, uh, uh family, uh, areas and you're dealing with, um, uh, uh, parents who think maybe that their young son or daughter is going to get a scholarship, you know, or you're dealing again with professional organizations. Heck, you were involved. I think you were a consultant with Gatorade when I was trying to get them to be one of the sponsors on my radio a hundred years ago, Mark. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, Gatorade is still around, aren't they? Yeah, they're still doing well. Still, you know, still providing you know, a lot of services. So they're definitely still around. Now, it's interesting, Mark. Again, you know, you and I connect. You know, I put orthotics in John McEnroe's shoes, man. And Tracy Austin, the world of tennis and the incredible physical challenge of, of, of tennis, uh, all this excitement, man, Rafa Nadal and whatever, the, the physical demand of tennis. Uh, you know, when I've had a contest a couple times a year, Mark, we'd ask listeners, you know, which sport do you think requires the best athletes? I get a lot of tennis. Uh, that really is, it's, it's incredibly physical as well as the mental side, isn't it? Yeah, tennis at the highest levels is, is arguably, and I argue this a lot, the hardest sport in the world to train for because it's year-round. It requires you to play four to five hours sometimes in a row you don't get days off. You play an entire tournament, five, six matches in a week. Uh, you have to be strong, flexible, have great endurance. You have to play one-on-one from a mental, psychological standpoint. Uh, and there's no timeouts. There's no coaching allowed. All these factors make it, to me, the toughest sport in the world to train for and to compete I'm in. Putting you down, I'm going to put you down for that vote. And what's also interesting, again, it's another chapter. I call it the prodigy sports, Mark. And the prodigy sports, think gymnastics, my world, figure skating, again, tennis, soccer, where you have these pre and just post pubescent kids. This is what they want to play. Now, you want to tell them all day, young tennis player, I want you to play other sports, but this is what they really, really want to play. Um, And you're in the middle of that world also, aren't you? Yeah, no, no, definitely. And listen, there's a a big discussion. Yeah, there's a bigger discussion around that that we can have at a later date, but there's ways to specialize the right way. I've worked with specialized youth athletes for 20 years, and most of them succeeded very well. That's what I'm getting Um, at, is the importance of what you just said. The importance of what you just said, that they're absolutely, uh, I tell every kid who's specializing, they should have a physical therapist on their team, they should have a podiatrist, you got to be paying big, big attention because we run into these repetitive motion injuries, right? 
Like picture the tennis player swinging a racket a thousand times a week. My, my longtime colleague and mentor, Bob Guider, would always talk about strengthen the opposites when he was talking about these uh, prodigies. Talk a little bit about some of the things you've seen work in that world of uh, young specialization, Mark. Yeah, so we spend a lot of time, usually three-to-one ratio of the reverse. So, you know, pulling versus pushing movements. Uh, we'll spend rotation-wise, say, in the weight room, we'll do way more rotation on the opposite side than what they're trying to develop. Let's say if it's a forehand, we'll do more on the backhand side, for example, in the weight room to try to offset the extra forehands that they get. So the opposite concept is definitely something that you need to do. You also need to then develop a lot of athletic skills, you know, fundamental athletic movements, jumping, running, throwing, catching, you know, tumbling, all those type of things that they may not get on the tennis court or on the sports-specific field, the baseball field, whatever it is. You've got to make sure they train those skills off, off-site and make sure that they're still well-rounded, good overall athletes. You know, Mark, also the new science, I'm putting it in quotes, the tremendous importance, I've been talking about it, I don't know, 30 years, give it take a few weeks, rest and recovery. The importance of rest and recovery. You know, you just mentioned one of the, one of the most gigantic challenges of a sport like tennis, which is there's never any time off, it seems. You know, year-round kinds of things. But the talk about the importance of rest and recovery and how I think we're starting to pay much more real smart attention to it, I hope. Yeah, so, I mean, rest and recovery is a big, big deal. Uh, some people are overusing it, unfortunately, meaning that they're not resting enough. Like, they, yeah, they overwork them. Mark, the hold those thoughts. Hold yep. those thoughts because we've got a break coming up. We want to talk about rest and recovery. We're talking with Mark Kovacs, sports health industry executive, high-performance expert. It's the Sports Doctor. Be right back. If you live in or near Aurora, Illinois, and you're into sports, fitness at any level, or your son and daughter is, you cannot forget about your feet. Your feet affect everywhere else. There are complex motions that come into play, especially in sports. Your ankles, knees, hips, and back all are affected with your foot mechanics. Uh, come visit the office, uh, Dr. Bob, uh, and get evaluated. Uh, check what shoes are best for you. I offer prescription orthotics, which is usually one of the major tools for treatment and prevention of foot-related ankle and leg problems. Also, enhancing performance. Step or two quicker. Call 630-898-3505 or go to sportsdoctorradio.com. UK Health Radio. The station that makes you feel good. It used to be hard to find the world's most wonderful alcohol-free drinks. Not anymore. Whether it's a health thing, a lifestyle thing, or you're trying new things, make sure you save yourself from the guessing game of the supermarket shelves and shop with zerozilchzip.co.uk for the world's most carefully curated range of alcohol-free beers, wines, spirits, and more. Health Radio listeners can save 5% with the code HEALTH5. Visit zerozilchzip.co.uk or click our banner on the UK Health Radio website. Discover alcohol freedom with zero zilch zip. Because nothing's better. 
the station that makes you feel good. Everybody, we're back. Welcome back. It's the Sports Doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Weil, sports podiatrist. We're talking with sports performance uh, expert, speaker, Mark Kovac, uh, Ph.D. And uh, what were we talking about, Mark, before we left? We were talking about rest and recovery. Ah, I knew. I, I, was just, I wanted to see if you were on the balls of your feet. But uh, uh, give us some more uh, insight on this incredibly important, I like to call it intelligent rest. Given me your perspective on some of the things you pay attention to with your athletes. Yeah, so there's two camps that we always deal with when it comes to rest and recovery. It's the overworked athlete, the athlete that pushes themselves so much, that just is always wanting to do more. Those are the ones that you do have to structure in rest and recovery and optimize that very well in the training program. But then there's also a big group now that is over-pushing rest meaning that the athletes actually aren't working hard enough or they're not working well enough that they need so much rest. And many times they rest too much in practice or training throughout the week, and then they play on the weekends eight hours or six hours, and they're not conditioned for the competition. And that's a real big risk as well. Being under-trained is becoming as a big an issue as being over-trained. So we you know, Mark, it's a great, great point. I, I think that's a great point about the fact that there's also that side of things. And, of course, the risks of jumping in too soon, you know, with the whole craziness of the pandemic and how it's affected everything in all our lives and the incredible stress of the whole mental health world. One of the big things has been the physical conditioning with athletes who were on, they were off, they were off, they were on and trying to get them back safely. Have you seen that as a big challenge, Mark? Yeah, most definitely. I mean, we dealt with that a lot during the pandemic. The ramp-up period was a real challenge for many athletes because they wanted to get back to competing, and the professional athletes wanted to get back to making money, and they ramped up sometimes too soon. And we saw a lot of, a, a lot of personal best, actually, for many athletes early in the process because they had so much rest and they'd never had that much time off, and they came back strong many times, but they also weren't conditioned for the longevity of the season, so there was a lot of injuries as well. Again, those are the, you know, these areas of education, which is the whole uh, thrust and idea, again, of the sports doctor, especially in these areas of uh, preventing injury on the one hand and enhancing uh, performance uh, on the other hand. Uh, and, of course, the explosion of the importance, Mark, of the nutrition, the in, incredible importance and inclusion. We stress it a lot on the sports doctor. Uh, what are some of your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, nutrition is a huge part of everyone's existence, and we spend a lot of time on the analysis of diet and blood work and also some DNA markers as well, uh, and then personalizing the nutrition for the athletes, and it goes into quite a lot of depth based on genetic factors and genetic markers, um, then blood biomarkers to make sure an athlete is getting not only what they need if they're deficient, 
but also trying to optimize certain cellular functioning that is important for athletes, such as hormone levels, such as their ability to process iron effectively, their ability to utilize their red blood cells as optimally as possible. All these things are directly related to how appropriate their nutrition is. So nutrition plays a huge role in performance and injury risk in sleep and in recovery. You know, it's interesting. One of my uh, favorite guests, uh, R.K., Katie Davis, uh, she participated in our book. And when she used the term in the the world of nutrition and athletics, she she used the term fueling, uh, then, uh, you know, it was so much more effective than talking about a diet or the the kinds of terms uh, that sometimes have overwhelmed so many different areas. You know, I've been talking about childhood obesity on the sports doctor for 25 years. And with tremendous new attention, tremendous education, yet we're still treading water. Obesity is still one of our biggest problems. This is why nutrition uh, is, is such an important factor, especially when athletes tune into the fact of enhanced performance and reducing or recovering faster, even from injury, how important nutrition, uh, you know, fits into uh, that. You know, last week, one of my guests uh, from Ontario uh, uh, Olympic gold medal sprinting uh, uh, champion Robert Esme, uh, t- uh, you know, talking about training. He's the speed doctor, and again, talking about the uh, aspects of training speed in so many di- di- different areas of sports. Uh, uh, that's become another big deal, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, everyone's trying to get faster. There's not many. There's really no movement sports where people aren't trying to get faster. Speed is the name of the game in most sports. And if you can improve speed through technical and biomechanical changes, through strength training and optimizing power training in the weight room and on the field or the track, and then also you know, making sure that that increased speed, you know how to decelerate. Because in most movement sports, you have to not only accelerate, you have to decelerate as well. And many, most injuries that are caused by movements are due to the deceleration phase of the movement. So you've got to train. Major, uh, that's a major point, Mark. You know, again, memories of my late uh, uh, superstar sports trainer, Bob Guida, who spent so much time on coming down, on landing, again, on decelerating when it came to trying to stay out of trouble uh, uh, again, uh, I remember him working with the uh, Olympic volleyball teams and all that spiking and the shoulder work and the shoulder work and, and trying to, again, talk about uh, areas of, again, working the opposites and working on uh, the areas of, uh, of uh, in jump training, of coming down and coming down with stability. Again, you know, I know I'm prejudiced, but so much starts with the feet. You got to take a look at the sand dune stepper, Mark. Which is a piece uh, I, of I know, I know, I know it very well. We've used it for multiple so years. You know, my, yep. Matt Dahl's one of my frequent guests. Uh, I'm so excited to hear that because you know the gripping power uh, of of the feet and all of those strengthening areas. And this is why athletes would love to train on the sand. Everybody gets that picture real, real, real soon. And you also you go back with our friend and frequent guest Rob Fletcher. What are you doing with Rob? His yeah, all of his self defense work. Yeah, Rob. Rob's a great guy. Been involved with Rob for many many years on multiple things. We juxta 
uh, a big personal training conference and event at the Arnold uh, Sp- Sports Festival a few years ago together. And, you know, where he's just, he just does a great job in the whole self-defense. Yeah, he's a Hall of Fame martial role. artist. Yes, he yeah, is. a Hall of Fame martial artist and a champion of self-defense in the, in the world of students and women. And uh, uh, he really is uh, uh, somebody, again, in the, all areas. Of, uh, of performance. Mark, give us the website again. People can find out about you and your work, your projects. Yeah, everyone can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or the website. It's just Kovacs Institute. Go to kovacsinstitute.com and you know you can shoot me a contact form, say hello, check out some of our products, what we do. So, yeah, look forward to keeping in contact with everyone. Great. Mark Kovacs, thanks so much. Everybody, we'll be back back. Mark, hold on. The station that makes you feel good. It used to be hard to find the world's most wonderful alcohol-free drinks. Not anymore. Whether it's a health thing, a lifestyle thing, or you're trying new things. Make sure you save yourself from the guessing game of the supermarket shelves and shop with zerozilchzip.co.uk for the world's most carefully curated range of alcohol-free beers, wines, spirits, and more. Health Radio listeners can save 5% with the code HEALTH5. Visit zerozilchzip.co.uk or click our banner on the UK Health Radio website. Discover alcohol freedom with Zero Zilch Zip. Because nothing's better. UK Health Radio. The station that makes you feel good. Hey, everybody. MVP Parent Magazine is special. Evidence-based topics on all areas of youth sports. Rich Dubin, a sports dad himself, takes his three decades of publishing. He just celebrated the 12th anniversary of the acclaimed LER Lower Extremity Review Magazine, one of sports doctors' key supporters, and he pours it into MVP Parent. Factual evidence-based info on such key topics like physical and mental training, nutrition, injury awareness, treatment, recovery, and prevention, I am proud to be a contributor to MVP Parent with the Sports Doctors in article in each issue. Go to MVPParent.com, MVPParent.com. Hey, everybody, Dr. Bob here. LER, Lower Extremity Review Magazine, is celebrating their 10th anniversary. It's been a decade of providing key Uh, clinical and practical information about concerns, conditions, and treatment solutions for the lower extremity, both sports and non-sports alike. LER is the only multidisciplinary publication for doctors of all specialties, educators, therapists, and trainers. They inform practitioners on current developments in the diagnosis, treatment, and prevention of lower extremity injuries. LER prides itself on editorial integrity and evidence-based content Their tagline, collaborative care for better outcomes, says it all. Hey, colleagues, go to lermagazine.com. Hey, everybody, we are back live from Chicago. It is the Sports Doctors in Segment. 
you know, just listening to some of the commercials. Man, we got some great commercials with uh, some of our some of our supporters. The Sports Doctors In segment, we preview some upcoming shows and guests. We add a little Bob Guida wisdom. We answer a few emails. We got some great shows coming up. Next week, uh, Christine Blanchett, she is the host of Run With It. I have a segment on her monthly show called The Sports Doctor Is In, where we answer questions. We talk about different segments, about all aspects of sports medicine, podiatry, roll of the foot. And um, she's got a great show in British uh, Columbia, uh, Run With It. And then um, Dr. Denise McDermott, uh, my favorite adult and child psychiatrist, holistic psychiatrist. Dr. Denise contributed to our book, her fantastic segment, which was Exercise as Mind Medicine. So we're excited about her coming back um, the following week. Uh, we're going out to England, Gordon McClelland. Uh, he's the creator and founder of Working with Parents in Sports. Good luck to him. <laughs> they have lots of newsletters, lots of events all sorts of great information, and we're looking forward uh, to uh, him uh, uh, joining us. And uh, Bob Guida, you know, when I first met him in the late 70s, you know, as a uh, former Mr. America, Mr. Universe, he already was uh, well-established as a sports therapist to so many uh, great athletes. And he was always excited and interested in rubber band resistance, elastic band resistance. When I first met him, I think he was going to tire companies for them to make some elastic bands to be used in the world of exercise. Everybody now knows rubber bands, elastic bands. But the concept of the strength to stretch the band, the holding power or eccentric strength of stabilizing once you stretched it and again resisting as you came back it was so multifaceted imagine rubber bands on the feet and ankles where you could do so many different ranges of motion you could do them very effectively at very young ages and you could stress the best athletes in the world uh with with rubber band uh, resistance so uh bob had an awful lot to do with the the development of all sorts of different types of elastic bands. Um, When we went from Sports Fitness Institute to SPRY, Sports Performance and Rehabilitation Institute, that company was born, which was developing, they're still around, so many different fitness balance, stability, and and rubber band uh, products. And again, as everybody knows, one of the chapters in my book, Hashtag Hey Sports Parents, where I talk about the two essential exercise concepts for kids, I don't care what their age or sport is or their level, is strengthen your feet and ankles and use rubber bands. And I would say the same thing to uh, all of us, regardless of our age or whatever our sport is, and want to be active, strengthening our feet and ankles is uh, very, very helpful, sometimes essential as we get older uh, for balance and stability. Some emails. Paul says, my 12-year-old daughter plays serious golf. She's already playing three days, four days a week. She's had a lot of heel pain on and off. You know, Paul, uh, there's a big growth center in the back of the heel. It is not quite solidified at 12 years old in girls. It's getting close. 
and it can be susceptible to stress. Get out of the cleats. Get into a shoe that doesn't have cleats right under the heel. And if you've already done that, uh, then you want to pay attention to seeing podiatry many times, the particular golf shoe you're in, or I've been putting orthotics in shoes of young athletes, including golfers, for decades because of persistent heel pain. Depending if we have a uh, pronating flat foot or a high arch rigid foot, your daughter, we might see that mechanically she's excessively stressing the growth center. So get a diagnosis, get out of cleats, uh, and you might see that you need to back off. Usually a sport like golf is a lot of walking, a lot of balance work. There's not a lot of running and jumping. So these kinds of heel problems, growth center problems are not as common. And if it's been persistent, pay big attention to proper support and orthotics. Rob says, I'm over 40 years old. I've been running for 15 years. What's some of your thoughts on shoe technology? Great question, Rob. Lots of changes, you know, like new cars. Every year there's something new. So number one, if you have a shoe that's been successful for you at your level, I would stick with it. Uh, I would be also cognizant of whether or not you have been replacing your shoes uh, consistently enough a good couple of times a year in a climate like Chicago or uh, climates that change. Uh, the shock absorbing material of most running shoes does break down. So you want to change the shoes. If you're running, you know, three, four times a week, you want to change it a good couple of times a year. Um, I don't know if less is better. There's been a lot of attention to making shoes lighter, to making them less supportive. I'm not a huge fan of that. Again, especially if somebody's had problems. Uh, there's been a lot of new technology in the shoe industry with um, uh, copper, not copper, but um, uh, foam plates and uh, different kinds of spring uh, board uh, plates that have been used in the shoes. And again, we're still looking at a lot of those instances. In general, Rob, uh, I would stay with a good support of running shoe, especially if you're a heel striker. And I would absolutely be in a name brand. There's a lot of great brands uh, all of them make good shoes. They're all a little bit different. Getting a podiatrist opinion is just smart. What are your foot mechanics? Uh, these are the things that we pay big attention to to try to stay out of trouble. Uh, quickly, Betty said, my 14-year-old daughter is a volleyball player. She's a jumper's knee. Should I be looking at her feet? Yes. I can't tell you how many years I've put orthotics in volleyball shoes especially the girls, because of knee trouble. So get a diagnosis. And we'll see everybody next week. It is the Sports Doctor. Thank you. 